I didn't do the dance today. No, that you didn't. that you was didn't. the highlight of my week. People finally getting to see my Zoom dance. Yeah. The Zoom finally. dance. It's not even my Zoom dance. It belongs to the world. I like how you say finally. <laughs> this is Yosis Racist. Mm. <laughs> We're a podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew T. That's Tawny Newsome. That's Kevin Bartelt. That's all I got. Yeah, Ooh, I hit a wall real quick. I just I took a big cup, a drink of coffee. I thought I'd get like juiced, but it did the opposite. Mm, it, yeah, it it solid fooded you. <laughs> like, what's the opposite of juice? Just a a solid food. Um, so this is the show where we listen to your voicemail racism questions, and then, uh, but before that, we get into. Some sometimes very depressing, sometimes not so depressing uh, current happenings in the world of racism. Look, I just want to get the tough one out of the way because um, mm-hmm. it's upsetting and bad. And this, if you're new to the show, this show has a lot of wild tonal shifts. We're sorry. Also, what there's nothing to do about it. Um, yeah. The world if you is don't very, like, very bad. If you don't like the tonal shifts, blame the racism. Yeah. Blame the world in which we operate in. Um, so... At the time of recording, it's been uh, a month since uh, a woman named Lauren Smith Fields was found dead in her home, a black woman in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And her family has been ardently uh, trying to get the Bridgeport Police Department to, uh, you know, pursue justice and figure out what happened to her. I was made aware of this on the day that uh, instead of her name trending, I was looking at more Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry um, trending hashtags. So that was a case about a missing white woman when the whole, you know, all of America and the world just snapped to attention for multiple days on end and not saying that that wasn't a tragedy and she didn't deserve it. But, you know, we do see a difference when it's a black woman or a person of color that goes missing or gets killed. And this woman was killed and was reported, uh, sorry, this woman was found dead and was found by a man that she had met the night before on Bumble, a white man, who the police still have not questioned because he, quote, seemed like a nice guy. Um, There's all kinds of inconsistencies in the story. We're not reporters. We're not fucking cops. So I'm not going to sit here. And this also isn't a fucking true crime podcast. So I encourage you to go look up the details of this case. Um, There's plenty to be found under the hashtag Lauren Smith Fields. But yeah, it's been now over a month. And... um, Oh, yeah, she was found on December 12th. It's been almost two months. Yeah. And they still don't have justice. They still don't have a a, a released report from the medical examiner. And her family is understandably distraught, and they're funding their own investigation. And it just, you know, these stories happen a lot, unfortunately, but yeah. there's just something that really hit me about the 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 other people's names trending Right. Right now, when uh, in a case that's over. And something that was horrible, but that is over. We're not still looking for the suspect in that. Yeah. Everyone it's has just, passed on. <laughs> it's just entertainment now, basically, for people, which is, like, grim on many levels. And, like, the fact that, like, yeah, this is, like, exactly how we see it's not a justice system. <laughs> like, no. there, there's just two clear sets of incentives that are um, 
influenced, of course, by like things like social media, and it is like, um, but that just reflects like we as a society writ large, not like we necessarily the people who give a shit, um, but mm-hmm. we, it's just we care more about white women, like America does or right. the Earth does or whatever. Um, and I, or white I people. remember. The, in the days, you know, in the the fervorous, is that a word? The feverous days when uh, Gabby Petito was first missing and the internet and all these like TikTok sleuths just went crazy. And when the conversation came up of like, hey, this is smelling like just missing white woman syndrome, which is, you know, a tough conversation to have right then when a person's life was, you know, yeah. uh, hanging in the balance, um, b- but still a conversation worth having. Then there were a lot of defenders of that sort of behavior and all the podcasts that covered it and all this stuff saying like, oh, no, it's not that she's white. It's that the the details of this case are so mysterious and there's so many inconsistencies, but there's all these little breadcrumbs that it felt like this is what people were saying. Uh, yeah. Defenders were saying that it felt like, oh, this could be solvable if you just gathered all the pieces. So it activated this people's sense of thinking that they're a fucking I don't know. Yeah. True crime has done a, a number on people's yeah. brains, making them all think they're detectives. All um, detectives, so, but also like specifically making white women f- more fearful of, you know, random violence. Um, and that, you know, filtered right. through our, our lens almost always winds up like on some level and not entirely and not, you know, not definitively and not one-to-one, but it, it just like adds to this like pro police which is like ultimately anti-black and anti-brown oh, yeah. sort of like it's like a whole thing where like once again it's like hollywood right no one here is racist they just care about different things you know right just like and you can't force someone to have passion for a case but it's just telling that that passion is so directed but like passively directed i guess it's not directed. Right. it's just like Everyone's passive. Everyone's just reacting. But it just so happens that we have a system that, like, people give a lot more of a shit about missing white women. Um, yep. And so I guess uh, all I'll say before we move on to something um, something else is that if someone listening to this was one of those people who got devoured by the Gabby Petito case, this is not to shame you or to say that you should not have cared about it. What I am saying is... If you if you were drawn in by all of the inconsistencies and the wild details that activated that part of your brain, this case has, I would say, even more than that. And you can yeah. look into it for yourself, but there are plenty of things that the family has reported. The family conducted a sweep of her apartment after the police did and found so many things that do not support this man's story that she was last with, that do not support the evidence the police have. So if you want to get your little TikTok brains going, do it yeah. on do it on this case too. Um, So some numbers that you can call if you're just like a, I want to call and rattle some cages a little bit type person, you can call the Bridgeport, Connecticut PD. Their number is 203-576-7671. Sorry, you're just going to have to back shit up if I speak too fast. Uh, Or you can call the New Haven State Attorney, 203-789-7455. There's lots of other avenues you can do. That's not specifically what we do here, but just, you know, I guess it's like if you're going to be enraged and and super ignited by the Gabby Petitos of the world, then yeah. save some energy for the Lauren Smith Fields's too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like the same, like, and there's no, like, good solution to this, right? Again, you can't force people to find passion. Um, but it's the same sort of phenomenon you see with, like, protesting and, like, 
just go vote or whatever. Like now in the time where like you're burned out and where you like, you know, think like, oh, what does it matter? Like this is the time when your energy is actually meaningful. Um, mm-hmm. And yet it's the hardest for it to come. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, that's sort of, I don't know if we have anything new to say other than encouraging people to like find the passion because this is one of the ways that the systemic injustice just lasts forever is yeah is like it's not anyone's fault but here it is this is how it happens so yeah i don't know if there's anything more nothing that we're smart enough to say nothing that we have that we're smart enough I jumped right in, but how are how are y'all doing? How's your weeks? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> I was I was off on script all week, so I, I'm kind of emerging from a uh, uh, a work uh, hole a little bit. Mm. Um, I've been there. Yeah. I've been enjoying that Andrew and I are both wearing long white t-shirts because it looks like we have like a big paint assignment after this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Andrew, I do have to say, Andrew's, the font on Andrew's shirt (laughs) is so large. 72. I'll, everyone should, uh, I'll talk more about it on um, Yo Can We Live, our premium show that you can uh, subscribe to by going to suboptimalpods.com and joining at a membership tier that allows you to listen to it. Um, But this shirt is bonkers and get ready, fools. It's really something. I feel like you're trying to send someone a message and I'm not sure who or how far away they are from you. Yeah, well, they, they can be quite far. The main message I'm sending is, I didn't look closely enough at how big the print was on the shirt before I bought it. <laughs> Not in a yeah, bad way. Now you don't need I, to look closely at that shirt ever again. I was shocked. I was shocked when it arrived. Yeah, I was shocked when you when you logged onto the Zoom. It's got a mm-hmm. lot. And for the listener, it is a gigantic TI-83 uh, mm-hmm. calculator shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get ready, <laughs> fools. Everyone get ready. Oh, speaking of outfits... Is this within our purview? This is a lighter story. <laughs> I mean, it's it it isn't. It, it only is because huge fucking racist Tucker Carlson was mad about it. So I guess we have to reactively. I don't know. Anyway, the I guess Mars Corp is changing up one of the sexy M and M's to be slight. It's like it's the same um, right wing outrage that like you know when they made Lola Bunny less of a, like, Barbie-type figure, I guess, Mm -hmm. is the best way to put it. Is that the best way to put it? It's a way to put it. Anyway, um, Tucker Carlson's mad that they're desexualizing, not desexualizing, but slightly less sexualizing um, the green M&M. And the the brown M&M they changed, too, but, like, nobody's met. Like the brown M M&M and M was in like straight up like Louboutins, and then <laughs> they changed it to like oh, I, what I would call a working woman's pump. Mm-hmm. And to me, they made this was the, this was why I thought we were bringing it up on this show. If you look at the M and M's, not their shell color. <laughs> This is, mm-hmm. I feel insane. Not their shell color, but what I almost said is their skin color. <laughs> sure. <laughs> which are their appendages, their arms and legs. They made them darker, which to me suggests a racial ambiguity, whereas before they were white. 
Mm. And so I feel like they're, and now they're like a grayish beige, whatever. So it's, it's not like a human darker color, but to me, I was like, oh, they're just kind of trying to make all these characters a little more accessible to more types of people. And like, uh, who would possibly oh. be who mad po- about this? Yeah, I guess it. <laughs> we obviously we hadn't thought this through at all uh, before bringing this on. I don't know. Do we have any thoughts about this other than I guess it is like the right wing rage machine, even though it's empty, hollow and idiotic is like certainly like trying I guess. I guess it's just because it's sort of like a more autocratic funnel. So like, just like all the all the racists get their thoughts from Tucker Carlson. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why it feels like you know the like they're mad about this shit for a second, but then they're they're like sort of goldfish brains could just go on to be mad about the next thing. They've taken the idea of like stay mad and like used it to their profit. Yeah, it also somehow does feel like, oh, they just made all the M&M's kind of, I don't know. They just made the M&M's feel like a little younger and hipper to me. I sound insane. It's not that they're (laughs) hip candies. It's that they just sound like, they look like, oh, they're trying to make them look like how people kind of dress more now, I guess. I don't Mm -hmm. know. And like that is going to be enraging because there's just less like emphasis on extreme gender swings like the oh, M&Ms of old, right? right. Mm. I guess like our generation yeah. and the one below us is just less gendered. Yeah. The good ones of us anyway. <laughs> right. Is the reaction of this going to be like Republicans are going to stop eating M&Ms? Like <laughs> you, enough is enough. I'm I think I, I'm a Skittles man now. But that's never that's they the love thing. candy. Yeah, that's the thing is it's like yes, but it doesn't matter. Like it's like they have like a lot of power in that it like whips up these people and like keeping them mad. Um Sure. That's the value of it. It doesn't really matter. And and of course, they're never actually like, you know, every time they're like, we're boycotting Nike because Nike didn't say they hate gay people or whatever. Like, uh-huh. it's right. like, you know, yes, one or two people will like go on fucking right wing TikTok, tick, KKK, talk, KKK. I don't know. <laughs> um, and like burn a pair of Nikes or whatever. But it's like, it's, it's, it's empty, so it isn't ever meaningful. Yeah. They never right. impact any any corporation's bottom line ever. Um, because, and we talked about this two years ago or whenever it was when when the Nike thing happened. These corporations have done the math. It's not that they're great people. They've figured yeah. out that to be on the right side of progress is more profitable. So they've yeah. already ha- planned for fourteen of you to burn your Nikes or whatever. It is not going to affect them. They've done. Yeah. They have these algorithms that tell them. So yeah, I mean that's the good part is like, for what it's worth, the corporations are mostly betting on a sort of slow, soft, progressive type slide to the left future. Just a slow, yeah, sludge-filled slide to but the left. Sort of, yeah. There's really probably a slide through the center right or whatever. But sure, you know, yeah, yeah. That that's where they're at. They're they're they at least want to be nice about it's. For whatever reason, they've decided it's better if society's sort of like less openly bigoted. Um, yeah, 
or they've at least decided that they understand that their consumers think that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that and it, it it's probably goes against some of my principles that, like, I do find that, like, not, like, comforting, but, like, because I do also think, like, corporations do make huge mistakes all the time because of their internal, you know, biases or whatever. Yeah. But, like, part of me is, like, okay, it's only really, like, like it was really scary to me when, not real, whatever, like, m- alarming to me, like, when um, Major League Baseball, which presumably, I think I, we've talked about this on the show, like, you know, mm-hmm. does all the same market research, but they just went hard into the bigotry, you know, with the mm-hmm. Tomahawk Chop Our stuff, ha- having Trump at the, at the Braves game. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was like a, a calculation that a billion dollar corporation took. That was like, oh, that's that's troubling. That that's where they're choosing to place their money. Um, maybe they just think people don't care, and I guess they're right. But um, you know, it's well, not I, often yeah. that corporations like so openly side with bigotry if they can help it. Right. It does seem less often because to me, it seems like the bigots are mad more often at like yeah useless the brands stuff. and the products yeah. and services as opposed to like yeah sports is a big i don't know sports yeah. people are going to have their allegiances a, that defy a, logic <laughs> yeah well i guess it's not maybe doesn't have to be defy logic it's just defy decency <laughs> we don't have to do a whole aaron rodgers thing but let me tell you i do not follow football I don't mm-hmm. follow people who really follow football. My timeline this weekend was wild with that damn game. And growing mm. up as a child of the 80s, my so my uncle played for the Rams when they were in LA. And cool. we were not allowed. We lived in the Bay Area. And the amount to which you couldn't even mention the 49ers was like, mm-hmm. it was some insane religion. And so I found myself this weekend being like, I get, I don't care about the, I guess I have to, root for the 49ers because the bad man is on the other team. I don't even know what team he plays for. It just felt so all-encompassing. I didn't even participate in any of the tweets, but it was everywhere. And I was like, go 49ers against unnamed Aaron Rodgers team. Mm-hmm. And then and then they won, and then everyone was happy. And I was like, this is such a confusing feeling that I previously would not have cared about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I, I think they're, I mean, I guess it is like, you see it in action, right? Like, otherwise good people, there's still just an element of, like, if you if you love this sport, there's a lot of things you're willing to compromise. And I, I think we don't necessarily have that for specific sports teams often. Like, for me, I like sports, but, like, I'm also fine with not. Like, like <laughs> I think my example was, like, I, I really like watching the UFC, but, like, the more and more like that shit it was you know you know it's gross you know it's sort of like populated by right wing goons anyway but like mm-hmm. the more they were open about it they had like i think they were putting on events in like april of 2020 even though like many fighters were testing positive for covid it was just like you know what fuck these people and it was very easy for me to just be like fuck these people and arguably i should have done it earlier maybe not i don't know and then yeah, it, it, it's just like relatively easy for me to let go of shit up to and including yeah. members of my family. 
<laughs> no, I do. I mean, I do the same thing for like rock musicians that I like, like, yeah. think fondly of. And then they say something wild and I'm like, oh, well, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, do you think that's like something unique about us or something? Deeply cowardly. Yeah. Well, maybe there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the, the, like, uh, I, I guess I, I feel like weirdly like flexible in like most shit. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I like it. I I would, like, I'm just never a person that's like, oh, I, I could never cancel someone. I, like, every, who cares? There's always going to yeah. be more music, movie, TV, other sports. Like, yep. I don't know. It just, I, I, I have always been like, no one thing gets my allegiance. But then I'm like, is that a, is that a me problem? Feels I like guess. That's a me problem. Look, maybe it just, maybe the thing that you do care that much about, it just hasn't happened yet. And like one yeah. day we'll uncover it and you'll be like, no, not my yeah. TI-83 shirt. Not Those my... calculators were made by a Nazi scientist. What? I mean, they almost certainly Garfield? were, right? Texas I mean, Instruments. Texas Instruments yeah. is all like, yeah, be bad we... Um, <laughs> I think they, I think they legitimately because they were like part of rockets, right? I think we did get all those Nazi scientists to build our space program. So I have no allegedly. Idea. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Who knows? Don't let the guy who created Garfield come out with some eugenic shit or something. Andrew will be. I think he, I think he probably has. Right. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna stop guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was Dilbert. It was Dilbert, the Dilbert guy, big racist. Uh, creator of Garfield. I don't know. The less we know, the better, I suppose. Probably. Well, should we well, take a break and listen to a voicemail yeah. or two? Yeah, let's do it. We're, We're back. back. We're yeah, back. why not? Are we back? Are I don't we know. Really but... back? What's back? Kevin, why don't you kick it? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Hello. On every consensus job application and government document, I don't know what to put for my race because Hispanics and Latinos are separated from the rest of the population on these forms. We're always the only group put under the ethnicity question. I understand Hispanic and Latino are ethnicities and not races. I know you can be black and Hispanic or Latino and Asian, but I have only ever identified as Mexican or brown or Hispanic. When I Googled what I'm supposed to put for my race on these documents, I was absolutely horrified to learn I'm expected to check off the white option. I am not white. I don't look white. I don't have white privileges. I have more in common socially with every other race except white. So what am I supposed to list? Please help me. I think about this constantly. Oh, yeah. I just filled one of these out recently and thought about it. And I was like, huh, what do people check? Oh, well, not doesn't concern me. And I kept going on my merry little way. Not no. not thinking about how many people this affects. Because I yeah. look, I just get to select black. Andrew, do they normally say do they say Asian among the race ones, too? Or is it just like white black? I think usually it says Asian. Um, and then there's usually like a separate, and then it says ethnicity, and it'll say, are you Hispanic? Yeah. And it's just usually just a yes or no. Yeah. Um, 
which I guess was so that if you are Afro-Latino, you can select black and then also Hispanic. But this caller is yeah. right. Just selecting white and then Hispanic feels, I'm sure, wrong for many of you. Yeah. Um, so we we had a little... Uh, <laughs> rarely do we <laughs> do any sort of research beforehand, but we had a tiny moment of like, well, we should probably at least do the Googling uh, that the caller did. And when I, when I say we, I do absolutely mean Tawny and Tawny only. Um <laughs> You did something. What did you do? <laughs> well, I had a thought about it, which is which oh, is not okay. related to research. Oh, okay, that's more than research. we normally do too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, which is though. Uh, well, wait, do you? So, were, what were you able to ascertain anything helpful from your like mild uh, web searching? No, I, only okay. just more questions and conundrums. So, the mild searching that I did, and caller, I'm sure you did all this research. So, this maybe isn't so much for you as it is for other people. Um, yeah was that uh, it seems like there was a time, speaking of the census specifically, it seems like there was a time when uh, Mexican specifically was in there along with race. And that was uh, maybe in like the 30s, I think, or before that. And for a lot of people, especially folks who were not born here, that was understandably uh, a little caused a little bit of apprehension to just go ahead and tell the government, hey, I'm Mexican and here's exactly where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, they were concerned that they were going to use it as like a, you know, to round people up. So um, there was a big push by uh, a lot of Mexicans and Mexican-Americans to get that removed. So it was a it was a major thing in like the 30s or 40s to remove that from the race category. Yeah. So then I think Hispanic got added separately And I think they also have been trying recently to create, I read that there are now like eight different versions of the census form that they've been trying out in recent years, where some of them, and I think the one that's had the best results, will list, it'll literally say, how do you, how do you identify? And it will list Mm -hmm. everything, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, everything. So it won't say Hispanic or Latino is a race, which would be incorrect. Mm -hmm. It just is like, check all that apply basically so that also works better for people with mixed backgrounds um but if you don't get one of those pieces of paper then what are you supposed to do and i guess my only question for you is to think about who is this information for and is it your job to benefit them yeah and if it is if you're really like you know it's the census and you want to fill it out accurately then if you get that form that where you're supposed to check, I guess, white and then Hispanic, and you care about telling the government accurate information, then Mm -hmm. technically that's what you're supposed to do. If it's for some job or it's for, I had to fill this out for a fucking COVID test for a Walgreens. And I was like, y'all don't need to know my whole business. Yeah. I'm going to put whatever I feel like. Yeah. That's, I mean, but to, yeah. Well, I, I guess that was sort of, you kind of said my only real thought. Which is like, what is the purpose of this data collection and what is the purpose of your answer? So like, and and also sort of realizing that like whatever you, the individual do is truly, especially in like a national census, it's like a political act to make a choice here, but not a very big one. Because it's like, Mm. you know, there are millions of people in, in, let's say in this example in the United States. So like, you know, even if it's just like your county or whatever, like it, it there, there's the potential for like a, a political coordination, right? If it's like important mm-hmm. that 
your district not be super white, um, mm-hmm. maybe it's worth like not yeah checking other or whatever whatever type of thing so that you can just like not add to the the whiteness in in your county or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also it's like self representation. Yeah, but it's also just not that much. Like it sort of doesn't matter. Um, what you, right. the individual do. So I guess to me, my my thought was, unless you're like participating in some sort of like relatively coordinated political action, you know, similar to the way you were talking about in the 30s, it's like, if right now, if each time you check this box, there is a like political viewpoint that like other people are also doing, um, mm-hmm. do that if you want. But mm-hmm. mainly if this is for you, it sounds like the caller should just sort of like check, you know, off the top of my head, some version of like check other, like not and and write in like non-white Latino or something like that. Like, yeah. The, um, uh, I, I think the same thing I was reading said that the other category is now the third largest uh, category after white and black with most yeah. people identifying that way. And it's probably in large part due to Hispanic folks checking that instead of now that's if you get the form with other on it yeah some of them forms don't have other so yeah yeah but i I guess that's what i mean is like it it doesn't matter all that much so like do whatever is best for you caller so if it if it all ultimately just boils down to like i don't want to check white just don't check white if if like there's some coherent action to have non-white presenting Latinos check white for some reason that like Tani mm. and I are not currently aware of, but might exist. Like, and if the caller wants to participate in that, like do that with just sort of the knowledge that you're doing a thing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, like many decisions, I think like it's okay to just do the thing that feels best for you. Like, or, and, and up to and including finding the larger, like, body of peers that's just doing a thing that is for like coherent reasons. And and I think yeah. maybe knowing that that shit can change on a dime, it might make sense for, again, just, just hypothetically, like for Latinos to all check white in one census and to all check other in another census for reasons, again, that I'm like not clear on. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and, and part of the reason I'm not clear on is like, it's not a community that I'm part of, but also because those reasons can change quickly. Yeah. Um, and they vary greatly by region. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I guess my other thing is like, I feel like the trend. Well, the other, the other question that the caller kind of had was, or they mentioned that this happens all the time on like job things, like filling out your I-9 or W-9 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then that's a little bit different because then that is a little more like, that's just yeah. you. So you have to think about like, do you need this particular employer to see you a certain way? Mm-hmm. What are your options there? But yeah. 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 There's, I mean, there's that, like, like you were saying the thing with the COVID test, right? It's like the, the company doesn't need to be, have all your data like that. And like, obviously like biotech companies or any big companies really like, there's a hard limit on how much you can and should trust them. At the same time, though, there is a thing of like, you know, and these are just conflicting opinions, I guess. Um, Like, 
one of the reasons biotech, maybe, maybe they're a little consonant, like one of the reasons biotech companies are so untrustworthy uh, is that, you know, they have many biases, especially against black folks, given, you know, this country, this earth's like uh, history with how we treat black folks, especially in a medical context. Like that's true. But one, one way potentially to help that is to give them more data. So like, mm. you know, rates of COVID infection or whatever among like black folks is like a data point that like if more of types of things like that existed, one potential outcome would be more equitable mm. healthcare outcomes. Now, is that true? Will that actually happen? Like, who knows, I guess. But it's, well, it's I didn't. I declined to answer. But if my COVID test comes yeah. back positive, I'll call the Walgreens back and be like, I, I'm black. So take care of us better, please. <laughs> no, no. But do you know what I'm Click. saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even saying <laughs> this time, by the way, peace. <laughs> peace. I, I didn't fill out the form, but I am black and I have COVID. So I just called out. earlier. <laughs> Did I mention I'm black? <laughs> Run this up the chain. Tell whomever that we're out here getting COVID. <laughs> no, but but that's exactly it, right? Like, it's like, potentially one use is, you know, black folks would get better medical care, but not definitely. And so there is, no. once again, an element of like, do you really want to provide this information? Do you have to? I mean, yeah. I think that's like, it's once again, sort of just like, no, like... Um, they're not looking out for you. And so it's fine to not want to look out for them, for their data set, their precious data set. Mm -hmm. I do think that there will be a trend of these more inclusive forms, mainly just because there's so many mixed people that uh, asking yeah. people to identify as one thing is um, difficult. Yeah. So I think the census will... You know, if the census changes that kind of nationwide for a while, then those employee forms will slowly start to change too. Yeah. Or just just write in pen on the form, even if it's like a, a check a box thing, just write the human race and then oh, tear, tear yeah. your form up and then throw it away. Tear it up. Wow. Okay. So why'd they write, why did they write the human race on it? For the, for the satisfaction. <laughs> Okay, take, you know? so write it, take a picture of it so you know what yeah. you did. You know what it. you did, and then get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> yeah, leave leave your home where you were filling out the census. <laughs> the out. next voicemail is like, so I'm outside now. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so you guys didn't really finish answering my question. Uh, <laughs> you just told me to tear up some documents and then leave? <laughs> leave. <laughs> what is this show? And the answer is we don't know, caller. We don't know. How would we know? Yeah, we're just here. If we knew what the show was, here. would we be here? Think That's a great that. question. Think on Almost that, as dogs. great as this next question, <laughs> Kevin. Hello. Recently, there was a small fire in my apartment building. Uh, everything is fine. They didn't even use the hose. Uh, but for whatever reason, when my neighbors called the fire department, the cops also came. Now, again, nothing bad happened. Uh, my husband is the only white person who lives in the apartment building, and he wants to make absolutely sure that all of the neighbors know that he did not call the cops and he would never. Uh, is he worrying too much, or is this the right amount of worry? Thank you. Oh, okay. You know why I love this question? 
I love this question because this caller has alerted us to this beautiful little inverted universe where, you know, normally normally you're the one black person in an all white entire neighborhood or something. And you're like, oh, my God, there have been break ins. I just want all these white people to know that it wasn't me, this black man. (laughs) I just really need everyone to know that it's not. Yes, I kind of. Yes, I'm six foot. Yes, I have several dark t-shirts that the description is not me like (laughs) on high alert being the only minority around a bunch of whites just worrying about what they think of you and and now we've seen the the photo negative now we've seen this little inverted world that i'm just like oh it it tickles me that this white man is running around sweating the fact that he's like do all the neighbors think i called the fucking cops (laughs) oh um (laughs) There's a nine one one. There's a fire, and bring the cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and bring the cops um, in case the fire tries to steal anything. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is. <laughs> I, the answer almost always when when white people are calling to the show and asking if they're being oversensitive, the answer is yes, almost always. Um, this one is probably a little interesting, I guess. This well, this yeah. you know speaks to a thing we were talking about, which is like, uh, first of all, the the thing I'm pretty sure, if I recall from like I don't know, fucking elementary school, I think when you dial nine one one, every emergency service shows up. Yeah, so that's yeah. just like how it goes. Um, yeah, you could call for a plumber, and you're gonna get an ambulance. Yeah, you an ambulance, cops, but that that also just speaks to the fundamental like really the the fundamental danger of our racist police force like the fact that like you could call for a fire um call about a fire and cops could arrive uh, who do cop things um which often not often but way 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 more often than it should can lead to violence racist violence being enacted by them um it's just like a fundamental, like just it's just yet another thing that black people have to deal with, right? Like this idea that like, should you even will it endanger people in my neighborhood to call for a fire truck? Mm-hmm. Like, should not be a calc is not a calculus that like white people have to do. Um, right, unless you're this man. You well, now yeah. he's in danger socially in his building. <laughs> yeah, but right, like, but but that's just like the fundamental racism of. Like, you cannot just call 911 and say no cops. I mean, you can, and you should just dial 911. I wonder what they do if you yell no cops and then hang up. (laughs) No, if you said, like, there's a fire, we just need a big hose. (laughs) Yeah. We don't, there's no other crimes happening. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that it's because that we, we let our fundamentally racist law enforcement. Like we give them so many jobs, such as like investigating arson or whatever, or like you know, like like we we have them do so many things that it does not make sense for armed racists to show up to do, you know, yeah. whether it be mental health issues or like whatever. Like it's just we give them both deadly power and ridiculous responsibilities for again a bunch of racists with guns. Um, and that's why shit goes racistly wrong so often. I have some advice for the caller, but it's not really going to help you. Are you ready? 
My advice is, it's not even advice. This is These are my thoughts. Your partner does not need to be worried about this moment where he did not call the cops. He's worried people might think. Your partner needs to be worried overall about the relationship he has in the building. Is he the type of white man that everyone in the building is going to think called the cops? So this Mm. is like a going forward thing, but also an in the past thing. Like, what has his vibe been like? If you're the only white person in a a non-white building, is your energy the type that (laughs) if the cops show up, people are going to be like, that was Todd. We know. Right. Or. Yeah. (laughs) Or are they going to be like, damn, why these cops show up? And Todd's going to be like, I don't know why. Yeah, no one knows why. And yeah. they won't assume that you're the person who called them. So, right. That's you want to be keeping... the kind of dude that the neighbor's like, well, we know it wasn't Todd. Todd's exactly. Down. Exactly. So what are you doing? And we're being flippant, but truly, like, what are you doing to show these people? And I guess I'm thinking of it more in terms of, like, in my head, I'm imagining that they, there might be undocumented people in the building. Mm-hmm. Like... What are you doing to show this community of people that you are not only not a threat, but that you are like an ally and down for the down for the cause? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, Todd, whose right. name we have given you. Good job, Todd's, Todd. Todd. Todd's doing great. What if his name really was Todd? Let us know, caller. <laughs> caller, if this is you, just tweet at us, Todd. If if we got the name right. Andrew, stop telling people to do this because someone just tweeted at us just the, just our ats and then the word black. And I don't know what it was for or why, but it was jarring to get the notification. Yeah. Uh, I believe it uh, It was an answer to the question, in your opinion, is Seymour the uh, deadly talking plant? Wait, no. The plant Audrey is not two? in Seymour. Deadly- Audrey 2? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, is Audrey 2 black? Great. Just stop having them do one word things on Twitter when the episode comes out 14 years after we record it. Hashtag Todd. Oh, God. This is so confusing. Um, hit, us, hit us up. Only if you're this caller and if we, if we got the name right. Todd or not Todd. <laughs> How will we know if it's the caller? It's just going to be some prankster saying Honor system. Honor system. The second... The, if, if you're the... F- <laughs> I hate this. This person's like creating a Twitter account. Like, what is what I have to do? <laughs> Todd? <laughs> um, anyway. At is just at fire trucks, not cops. <laughs> yeah. At not Todd, but close. Um, and that's the important thing is to make sure to tag us uh, at Trondy Newman, at Andrew T, at Yosis Racist, at Kev J. Bartel. Kevin J. Bartel. You got it. Second one. Um, and just again, caller only Todd, not Todd, hashtag Todd, hashtag not Todd, uh, because that's been the show. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of you should call in if you have a racism question, 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Um, um Andrew already said all the tags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suboptimal pods. Uh, you can yeah. listen to our premium show where you'll hear... Uh, more and maybe maybe see a little bit more of the uh, uh, this TI eighty three shirt. I don't know. Anything could happen. If you uh, if you want to see the TI eighty three shirt, we'll definitely post. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna take a picture and take a little zoom screenshot of this insanity, and you'll see it on the uh, <laughs> on the suboptimal uh, pods Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's it. That's the whole show. Uh, yep. 
We did it. Um, yes. Goodbye, everyone. Yes. Goodbye. Peace. This is Suboptimal.